Hello, and welcome to the Lancet Diabetes and Endocrinology podcast. My name is Nikolai Humphreys. Today, I am joined on the line from Germany by Professor Michael Nuauk, author of a comment titled Clarity at Last or Growing Confusion, Assessing Pancreatitis Risk with Incretin-Based Drugs in Retrospective Studies. Professor Nuauk, welcome to the podcast. Hello, Nikolai. It's very nice that you have asked me to answer some questions. It's my pleasure. Let's get straight into it. My first question um, is around the medical community. And I was wondering what has led them to suspect that incretin-based drugs increase risk of acute pancreatitis? I believe there are two reasons. One is that in the beginning after the first incretin-based drugs were approved and were available for treating type 2 diabetic patients, some cases of acute pancreatitis were observed. And of course, this was not counted accurately, but they were compiled and published. And it was the feeling maybe this is a little bit more than what you expect in such population. And then the second publication that really boosted this suspicion was published in 2011, And it was a paper published in the journal Gastroenterology by Elishoff and co-workers. And basically what they did is they compiled numbers reported to the FDA adverse events reporting system. So where spontaneous reports of adverse events of drug treatment are reported. And with some mathematics behind it, they came up with the suspicion that Citagliptin as a DPP-4 inhibitor and exenatide as a GLP-1 receptor agonist increased the risk for acute pancreatitis tenfold. And that, of course, was an alarming figure. And since then, it has been tried to come up with numbers based on more solid analyses because these spontaneous adverse events reporting systems are open to a number of reporting biases. So if the headlines in a newspaper has been, there is the suspicion that exenatide causes pancreatitis, then the next week you will find 100 physicians reporting such events to the system. And this causes some concern. And it was doubted that the risk was really elevated that much. But it was entirely unclear whether there was any elevation in risk at all with incretin-based drugs. And this may be so because especially the GLP-1 receptor agonists, that is exenatide twice daily or once weekly or liraglutide injected once daily, they cause gastrointestinal side effects. So they may provoke nausea, sometimes vomiting, sometimes diarrhea, sometimes the feeling of fullness. And we have now learned that in patients with diabetes, very often you have higher than normal levels of serum lipase activity, which is used as a diagnostic criterion for pancreatitis. And if someone has abdominal symptoms plus an elevated lipase, which both may just occur spontaneously and without indicating any serious disease, physicians may be led to suspect or even diagnose acute pancreatitis. And this is the background that makes people think that there could be something like this. 
I would like to add that, of course, before such a drug reaches the market, uh, meticulous animal toxicology studies of almost over the lifetime of laboratory animals like rodents or so are performed exposing these animals to multiples of the doses that will then be used uh, in, in humans. And uh, uniformly, the companies have reported that there were no issues with these animal experiments that led to pathological assessment of the pancreas in the animals studied. Uh, so there are some hints that there may be an elevated risk for pancreatitis, but there is also a lot of data that has been accumulated that tends to negate this as a consequence of using incretin-based drugs. So with that data in mind, could you tell us a little bit more about the study that was published recently in the Lancet Diabetes and Endocrinology, which your comment reflects on? Yeah, it's another study that uses existing databases that contains the diagnosis made, in this case, acute pancreatitis, and also information on the drugs that have been prescribed. And in this case, and this is for the first time uh, in comparison to other published data, this is a population-based database. So it reflects data from all people living in a certain region of Italy, and through their public health care system, this is all available to be analyzed. So you identify who has type 2 diabetes by prescriptions for commonly used anti-diabetic drugs. That defines the population of type 2 diabetic patients. So there will be some who are not treated with drugs that this system will miss. And then you can look within this diabetic population who has developed pancreatitis and in fact was hospitalized for pancreatitis. And then you can look according to the distribution of the use of different glucose-lowering drugs, in this case specifically incretin-based drugs, which is DPP-4 inhibitors and GLP-1 receptor agonists. And if among your patients with pancreatitis you find more that have been exposed to incretin-based drugs, then the conclusion would be they could have contributed to this risk. But what they found is that the risk was unchanged by the use of incretin-based drug. So the odds ratio is 1.0, more or less. And due to the size of the study, the confidence intervals were pretty narrow so that with 95% certainty, you can exclude that incretin-based drugs enhance the risk for pancreatitis by more than 1.3-fold, which is the number that they found. How might the results of this study change opinions? I mean, it sounds like you're saying that things are a lot clearer now. I think this is an important study, but the question is, does it completely resolve the issue? And the probable answer is not quite. And the reason is that all database studies have to take the patients with the drugs that they have been prescribed by their physicians. And it is not certain that those who have received GLP-1 receptor agonists or DPP-4 
inhibitors were in any way similar or different from those who have been prescribed other more conventional diabetes drugs. So for example, there are other risk factors for pancreatitis like obesity, gallstones, uh, alcohol abuse, especially in larger doses. And if you have imbalances between the two populations, those who receive incretin-based drugs and those who receive other drugs, and these confounders, then this alone may heavily influence the results. One idea is that incretin-based drugs are relatively expensive. And I don't know whether this is the same in other countries, but in Germany we have a system that it's much more likely that incretin-based drugs will be prescribed to wealthier patients and that those who do not have a high income will also be treated with cheaper drugs like sulfonylureas and metformin and so on. And those who are wealthier usually are healthier. That means uh, they have a healthier lifestyle, they can afford healthier food. And if that is really the case, then finding the same risk for pancreatitis in such a study may in reality indicate that despite the better general health in wealthier people who get prescriptions for incretin-based drug, it is just the same risk in pancreatitis where it should be lower. Uh, so a study of that type I don't think will ever completely resolve the issue. And our hope now is that with all these incretin-based drugs, 